Hello, how's it Tuesday already? I can't believe it's already Tuesday. It's darts night for me. Bum, bum, bum. No, 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 it's not that. <laughs> I don't know why I've started doing that little ditty every now and then. I have no idea. It is, um, yes, it's dark night for me. So after recording this for your pleasure, I shall be having something to eat before going off to join the Hufflepuffs. Yes, that's the name of our team in our darts match. I think we're playing somebody called the Crystal Caverns or something or other tonight. I don't know. It'll only be my third game. Still only my third game. Yes, it feels like I've been playing in this team for a very long time, but uh, sometimes things get cancelled or things come up. But tonight should be fun and I get to see the girls, which is always a good night as well. What are you going to be doing this evening? Of course, you're going to be listening to tonight's podcast, aren't you? Yes. Tuesday is apparently the dullest day of the week, but not here at Foxy After Dark, where we have an awesome episode of Hancock's Half Hour. Of course, I should say it like he says, Hancock's Half Hour. I can't do it like he does, though. You can just listen to him say it in a minute instead. This one is episode 10 of series four, and it is called Cinderella Hancock. The BBC presents Tony Hancock with Moira Lister, Bill Kerr and Sidney James in... Hancock's Half Hour. It's amazing how even in this modern day and age, the most fabulous things can happen to the most ordinary people, even to people as ordinary as Tony Hancock. Last week, he was walking through the park early in the morning, which wasn't surprising because that's where he slept the night before. Gaily, he makes his way along the crowded streets. Happy days out here again, there he goes, a happy, carefree figure, resplendent in his army surplus drill shirt, hand-knitted balaclava helmet, his best Sunday pair of plimsolls, the seat of his trousers shining in the morning sunlight. <laughs> past the butcher's shop, past the post office, past the fruit barrows, laden high with, ah, 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 put it back. Only want one? Put it back. He won't miss that little one there. Put it back. All right. Fine thing when you can't even whip a walnut for breakfast. <laughs> On he walks, a smile here, a nod there, a cheery greeting to his friends. Morning, Charlie. Working? Oh, of course you don't have to, no. <laughs> no, got 28 kids. <laughs> Morning, Tosh. Waiting for the boozers to open. I... Oh, it's you, Vicar. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I... Didn't recognise you with the polo neck sweater on. <laughs> Good elf. On his merry way he goes, not a care in the world, everybody's friend, and uh, uh, I say, look out. Well, well, watch, watch, your, watch where you're going. No! Oh. Oh. <laughs> I beg your pardon. I'm very sorry, my fault. I didn't see you bending down there. Haven't died yourself, have you? No, I'm all right. I was looking for something in the gutter. You won't find any cigar ends down here. <laughs> not in this neighbourhood. Have you tried Downing Street? Now, look, you got me wrong. I just happen to have dropped something. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Well, I, I'd, I'd help you to look for it, but I haven't got time. You know how it is. Very busy man. Can't stop. What was it? My wallet. It had 80 pounds in it. Stop the traffic road up. Diversion. Everybody off the street. That's it. All the cars around the back street. Put the notices up. That's right. Now then. Now, ah, that's a different proposition. Yes, the wallet. It's going to be very difficult to find it with all these people about you. Realise that? It might take hours. Are you uh, offering a reward for it? Yes. Ten pounds. Well, what a coincidence. It's under me foot all the time. Yes. 
Who'd have thought it? Now, isn't that really amazing? Of all the places it could have been, it's it just amazing, happened. It? it is amazing. Yes. It just happened to turn up in the fantastic. very spot where I happened to it's be. It's fantastic. Yes. Lucky I was here. I mean, yes. you might have been searching all day. Yeah, I know. It, yes. it's, uh, it's very kind of you. Yeah, ten quid, please. <laughs> uh, look, I just better check and see if all the money's there. Well, it's all there. I counted it with my toes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ten quid, please. Well, look, I can't give it to you just now. Uh, I need every penny of this 80 pounds. What are you going to buy, a pound of tea? <laughs> I'll tell you what, you give me your name and address, and I'll see you get rewarded, all right? Hancock's the name, H-A-N-C-H-O-C-K. The H is pronounced, and anybody who says it ain't is ignorant. <laughs> Hancock address? Well, actually, I've just moved. They pulled down my old house to build a slum. <laughs> Look, you know, the best thing to do is to call in at Mr. Bill Kerr's residence. You'll find me there on cold nights and after closing time. Well, you'll be hearing from me. Goodbye and thanks again. Pleasure. Goodbye. Goodbye. How well? There goes the lad with his 79 quid. <laughs> Taxi! Morning, all. Hello, Tony. About time you got here. Honestly, Tony, I don't know how you've got the nerve to go out dressed in those rags. Rags? Rags? It's not my fault. I mean, I can't help being poor. We haven't all got money. Well, you should have. You earn enough. Yes, but you know how it is these days. By the time I've put it all in the bank, there's nothing left. <laughs> you've got money in the bank. Why don't you draw some out? Not likely a check costs tuppence. <laughs> well? I'd be overdrawn before I got my pen out. Well, look, anyway, now you've arrived, you can get on with the housework. Oh, not again. It's not fair. It's not fair. I always have to do it. Look, you know the arrangement. I let you lodge here rent-free till you find a place of your own, and in return, you do all my housework. Now, go on. Wash the dishes, make the bed, scrub the floors, clean the grate out, wash the curtains, chop some wood, bring the coal up, make the fire, iron my shirts, clean my shoes, dig the garden and sweep the chimney. Looks like I'm going to have a hard week. <laughs> week? That's only till breakfast time. After that, you can clean the silver and wash the bedclothes, scrub the copper... Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can I make a suggestion? What? Look, I walk in my sleep. Why not tie a brush to me, Ed? I can whitewash the ceiling at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. I think that's... Um, I was only being funny. <laughs> well, don't. You'd be out of a job if I didn't. <laughs> Stop arguing and get on with the work. Now, look. I want this house looking spotless by tonight. All right. Pass me penny. Now be turban. Now then, what shall I do first? Start by sweeping the place out. Use the vacuum cleaner. I gave it away. Why? It was full up. <laughs> now, come on. Hurry up and get started. It's... Come in. Morning, Bill. Morning, Mortar. Hiya, Sydney. Hello, Mr. James. Hello. Who's a new char? Plenty of meat on her, any? I like them plump. Hello, my dear. You gonna be nice to me? If you pinch me there once more, I'll fetch this shovel right across your face. <laughs> Oh, it's you, is it? Yes. What you got that turban around your head for? Tony's doing my housework for me. Work? Him? He can't even spell it. Oh, yes, I can. W-E-R-K. Ah, <laughs> uh, you looked it up. Say, Sid, what brings you around here at this time in the morning? Oh, I wondered if you'd like to go to the ball tonight. What ball? The big film ball they hold every year. I managed to get all the two extra tickets. One for you, Billy, one for Hancock. Where'd you get them from? I'm not saying, but if anyone else who you are, you're J. Arthur Rank or Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Uh, that's ridiculous. Neither of us bear the slightest resemblance to J. Arthur Rank. 
Do you want the tickets or not? Are you kidding? The National Film Ball's the biggest social event of the year. All the big stars will be there. Jane Russell, Ava Gardner, Shelley Winters, Gene Crane, Audrey Hepburn and Gene Simmons. Yeah, and, all... and I've heard a whisper that royalty's going to be there. Who? Prince Littler and Anna Neagle. <laughs> well, well, I'd have to practice me curtsies. Oh, I can just see myself, the centre of attraction, dancing with all the beautiful women. I didn't know you could dance. What, me? The Gene Kelly of the Marshall Street Baths? <laughs> but... The lad with the educated feet? My. Ask any girl at the Ammersmith Palais who's the biggest creep in town? <laughs> and I don't mind telling you I'm hot at the old-fashioned stuff and all. They don't half sit up when I do the lancers. Why? I use a real lance. <laughs> ah, it'll be wonderful. Can't you just see me? Lovely band, ain't it? Marilyn, Marilyn, stop bothering me. I'm dancing with Jane here. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Ava's after her. <laughs> then I'm doing a quick knees up with Rita. Look, why don't you girls go and dance with Greg Peck and Granger and Rock Hudson and that lot? <laughs> Poor devils, they haven't had a look in since I got here. <laughs> Sorry, dear. Yvonne DiCarlo's taking me home tonight. <laughs> I'll be out on the balcony in a minute, Glynis. <laughs> Glynis, Glynis. Whip that tail off, it flaps around my feet, something horrible. <laughs> When I go dancing, I look so entrancing, they call me the bearer of the ball. This is it, the chance of a lifetime. The chrysalis emerges from its cocoon. The rose finally blossoms into full beauty. The dawn sweeps the... Okay, dawn, here's the broom. Get going. <laughs> You're not going to the ball. I never get any fun. You and Sydney always go out and enjoy yourselves while I'm left here all by myself. Piles of dishes in the sink. No fire. Nothing to eat. Abject misery. You've got the television set, haven't you? Go on, make it worse. <laughs> Woe is me. And I did so want to go to the ball. Well, you're not going. There. I've torn your ticket up. You mean beast. You don't want me to go to the ball, do you? Because I'm more beautiful than you are. Well, let's face it, Hancock. You'd be out of place at a do like this, wouldn't he, Billy? Yeah, of course. And if you go to this ball, people will laugh at you, and you're not used to it. <laughs> Thank you, and goodbye, Sidney Jane. <laughs> I'll chance it. Come on, lads. Please let me go. It'll be the only chance I'll ever get of dancing close to Jane Russell. What, a little bloke like you? She'll be head and shoulders above you. I know. <laughs> Look, Tub, you're not going to the ball, and that's that. Your place is in the kitchen. Come, Sydney, let us away to prepare for the ball. Anthony, get my tails out. Hang on, I'll cut a hole in your trousers. <laughs> Come on, Peter, be late. Coming, and don't forget, Tub, get all the washing done. See you later. is me. Six o'clock. I'll never get this washing finished. And my poor hands. 
all rough and chapped. I should have paid more attention when the adverts come on at the pictures. <laughs> Instead of nipping out to get the flavour of the month. Hello, Tony, dear. Maura, aren't you going to the ball? Yes, later. I don't want to go out and leave you here all by yourself. Oh. But I've got to. My agent says I must be seen in the best places. Well, that dress you're wearing should take it. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. I see what he means. Well, if you've got to go, I suppose you've got to go. I, I don't mind being left here on my tub. Don't be upset, Tony. I'll stay with you as long as I can. How are you getting on with the washing? Terrible. I, I've been scrubbing this dirty old copper all afternoon, but it's no good. I, I just can't get his helmet clean. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> well, what soap powder are you using? Have you tried any of those coupons they push through the door? Yes, but they're no good. They just get soggy. <laughs> oh, it's no good. My heart just isn't in it. I want to go to the ball. I want to dance with all them beautiful film stars. Oh, so I'm not good enough for you now. Is that it? No, of course not. I still like you, Maura, but, well, you know how it is. A chap doesn't want to drive a saloon car all the time. He wants to get out in a sports job now and again. <laughs> I mean, you're solid, reliable, dependable. Your chassis in good nick. You... All right. <laughs> Thank you. We don't want an AA report. Anyway, you're on a panel game now. You'll probably be elevated to the peerage next year. Well, <laughs> uh, you won't look at me then. Ah, but what does it matter? I'm not going to the ball, so why talk about it? You go and enjoy yourself and leave me here to patch the sheets. <laughs> oh, how unhappy I am. Oh, oh. come on, Tony. Cheer oh. up. Oh. I tell you what, let's pretend we're at the ball. What, here in this dirty old kitchen? Not a dirty old kitchen, a magnificent ballroom. Come on, let's dress you up. Put this bucket on your head. There. That's your top hat. Mara. I'm worried. Why? It fits. <laughs> now then, this rug can be your cloak. Yes. Fastened to the neck by a beautiful gold chain. Eh? This string of onions. <laughs> there you look wonderful. Do I? Perfect. All ready to make your entrance. Oh. Oh, good evening. So sorry I'm late. I got lost in my roads. <laughs> Bit big, you know. <laughs> My word, what a distinguished gathering we have here. Mr. Jimmy Edwards over there, I see. Where? That broom in the corner. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a charming array of smiling faces. Smiling faces? That row of cracked plates on the dresser. Get the pudding basin out. Why? I want to say hello to Vicole. Ah, <laughs> oh, my word, this is jolly. Ah, oh, Miss Lister, I believe. Ah, oh, Mr. Hancock. I have that good fortune. <laughs> How elegant you look. Where did you learn to dance like this? I used to stamp the wickets down at Lord's. <laughs> Come, let us be alone. What say we step out of the draining board? How would this, this night could go on forever? And ever. It's no good, I... I can't go on with this mockery, this artificial bonhomies. I can't stand it. Oh, but what is it? No, don't. I... No, it's not as bad as that. There'll be other film balls. I... 
please, no, please don't cry. I'm not crying, it's these perishing onions. <laughs> don't stay here any longer, Maura. You'll be late for the ball. I'll be all right. I've got the ironing to do. I can amuse myself burning triangles in Kerr's trousers. Well, goodbye then. Farewell. Have a good time. Ah, well. All alone. While everybody else is enjoying themselves. Here I am, a pathetic-looking figure, huddled round an empty grate. No friends. No one to care for me. Miserable and lonely. The sort of thing Norman Wisdom dreams about. <laughs> oh, well. Back to me chores. It can only be the broker's man. Oh, good evening. I'm looking for Mr. Hank... Uh... <laughs> oh, hello there. Remember me? Yes, you're the bloke with all the money in his wallet. That's right. Throw some on the fire. I'm cold. <laughs> like a drink? Please. Find the tap in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, say, you seem pretty miserable. Anything wrong? Yes, I'm fed up. Everybody's gone to the ball except me. They won't let me go. Well, it's lucky I came along. I'm just on my way to the ball myself, and it so happens that I have a ticket. You have? Well, I was going to take Margaret Rutherford, but... Well, you can't really, can you? <laughs> <laughs> so you shall go to the ball. I'll go and get a pumpkin and some mice. <laughs> At last, my luck's changed. I'm going to the ball. Ava, Jane, Marilyn, cheer up, girls. I'm coming. Wait a minute. I can't go. I've got no clothes to wear. Well, I know Fred Emney pretty well. Perhaps we could... Uh, <laughs> perhaps you could let out one of his suits. Thank you, thank you. I don't think we no, need to pursue no, that no. any further. Very nice. Say, and, say yeah. I've got it, of course. What? I owe you ten pounds reward money for helping me find my wallet. That should be enough for you to hire some clothes. Yes, of course, that's it. Wait a minute, though. I've got to be clever here, and I've got to disguise myself. If Kerr recognizes me, he'll send me home to finish the housework. What can I go as? Disguise yourself as a film star. Who do you suggest? Well, let's have a look at you. Yes, of course, that, uh, that hair, those ears. Clark Gable? Bugs Bunny. <laughs> oh. Hmm? Now, look, uh, why, why don't you go down to some theatrical outfitters and hire a costume? They'll fit you up so your own father wouldn't recognize you. He refuses to, anyway. <laughs> I'll see you later, then, huh? Yes. Thanks very much. Goodbye. So you want to hire a costume, ain't it? All right, then. Other measurements. Where's the tape? Uh, 42 and a half inches. Yes, I think we've got to have to fit that. Now, then... Uh... <laughs> Chest 16, waist 48, hip 63. I got just a thing for you. What? Moshe, the bell tank. <laughs> Wrap it up. And remember, all this club has got to be back in the shop by midnight. Otherwise, you've got to pay rent for another day. Midnight. I'll remember. Taxi, to the ball. Boy, Sydney, what a great ball this is. I was just dancing with Jean Simmons. Stuart Granger came up and said, excuse me. Oh, Jean was so disappointed. Yeah? Yeah, she wanted to dance with him. How you been getting on, Sid? Not so good, Billy. Ava Gordon slapped my face in the spot was. Why? Wrong spot. <laughs> ah, there's poor old Tubbs, stuck back at home doing the washing. Hello, there's some more guests arriving. Miss Audrey Hepburn and her husband. 
There's Jean Crane and husband. There's Ginny's Johns and husband. There's Rita Hayworth and company. There's Royal Highness Sheik Ali Aga Khan Khan. Hey, Sid, look at this guy in the turban and the beard. Yeah, who is he? Looks like an Egyptian. Could be. Shaped like a pyramid. <laughs> well, he's certainly the centre of attraction. Everybody's crowding around him. Greetings, my friends. Greetings. Salam, salam. Nasa Nagib, shish kebab, ala akbar, Rashid. Omar Abdo, Omar Kayam, Omar Papal. <laughs> sort that lot out. Greetings, Your Highness. It is a great pleasure to have you with us. Enough chatter. Where's the women? <laughs> I want to dance with them film bits, as they say in the East. Certainly, Your Highness. But first, we should like to present to you your hostess for this evening, the young lady who leads the reception committee for all the film actresses here tonight. Oh, this is it. What I've been waiting for. My Princess Charming. Must be Jane Russell or Petty Lamar, Ava Gardner, Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> I'm easy to please. Oh, get in there, lad. It's your birthday. And here she is, Miss Dora Bryan. Always nice, isn't he? <laughs> Good night. Here, where are you going? Back to the dishes. Oh, no, you're not. You're mine for the rest of the evening. Well, it's very nice. Thank you, Rose. I, I won't trouble. I, I was expecting Jane Russell, you see, and I, I, well, you're a sweet girl. I, I, I yes, would... well... Well, I... Have a yashmak. But I want to dance. Yes, of course you do. Look, there's Boris Karloff over there. He's not doing anything. Go and frighten him. No. <laughs> I want you. I want you, do you hear? I want you. Oh, that beautiful bushy black beard. It fascinates me. Let me go and you can have it. <laughs> well, what's the matter, Sheiky? Don't you like me? Well, I, I don't know, I don't quite know how to sort of, how to put this, but no. Well, for someone who didn't know how to put it, you phrased it very nicely. Cheeky devil. I may, I may not be as good looking as Jane Russell, but you stand more chance with me. Oh, come on, let's dance. I've never danced cheek to cheek before. <laughs> oh, listen. They're lucky singing on high. And you Beautiful. are here yes, so Yes, dear, very good. Lovely. <laughs> here we go. Left hand down. <laughs> Keep to the near side, except we don't overtake you. Oh, the lark is singing on high. Oh, isn't it lovely? As I waltz around the room with you, I feel everybody staring at us. I don't doubt it. I'm doing the Charleston. <laughs> oh, you are a beautiful dancer. You just glide across the room. My feet don't seem to be touching the floor. No, I'm not surprised. They've been on mine since we started. <laughs> I say, Bill, have you seen that Turkish gentleman dancing with Dora Brown? Yeah, he's quite a boy, isn't he? With that flowing white robe and bushy black beard, he looks like Philip Harbin standing up in bed. 
Doesn't he rather remind you of Tony and Build? Oh, no. He's much better looking than Tony. Well, how can you tell? That beard hides his face. Precisely. <laughs> hey, look, that stopped dancing. Oh, yes. Look, he's stopped to have a chat with Errol Flynn. Of course, I, I know quite a lot about this film, like, you know. Do you? Yeah. I've made umpteen films, I have. Really? Yeah. Mm. Well, you can tell by the way I keep talking about myself. Yes, that's, that's true. How <laughs> <laughs> do you? I was never the star. No. I, I was a stand-in. I used oh, to do all the dangerous stuff for blokes like you. No offence, of course. How's the yacht? Doing very well. Oh, nice vessel. Yeah. This particular film I'm, I'm talking about was yeah. about a bloke who captured Burma by himself. Yeah, I was a bloke, yeah. Well, of course you were. Yes. I recognise the moustache. You didn't have one. No. That's right. <laughs> this particular... Do you remember this intimately? We were doing the scene where you jumped out of the aeroplane into the Japanese-held jungle, which was on fire thousands of feet below. Oh, yes, yes, I remember. You remember yes. the scene? Yes, yes. You were in bed when it was shot. Yes. Well, I was up in this plane with the cameraman and the director sitting in the cockpit behind me. Uh-huh, yeah. He says to me, the director, of course, he says, this is the place. Go on, jump. Just like that. Yeah. I said, I can't. I left my parachute behind. He said, that doesn't matter. Errol can take it. He's tough. Go on, jump. <laughs> now, I'm not blaming you for this. No, I understand. No, I mean, I know, I know you, did, you, you, you didn't know anything about it. No, I was in bed. That's right. Yeah. Of course you were. You were resting up for the big alligator scene when I swam across the river for you. That's the... That's, that's right. right. You've got a good memory. <laughs> you were saying? Eh? You were saying? Oh, yes, it's my turn. Yeah, but anyway, I... <laughs> I told him straight I wasn't going to jump without a parachute. Well, I was firm about it. Not rude, but firm. No, 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 yes, yes. Well, you know me, I could be adamant. Very adamant, yes. Very Pardon? Adamant. I said very adamant. That's right. Yes. I'm easy going. <laughs> easy going up to a point, but beyond that point, I will not no, go. Well, know. anyway, he realised realized he was dealing with a man as strong-minded as himself. Mm-hmm. Well, he shrugged his shoulders, yeah. a soft gleam of admiration in his eyes, and mm-hmm. he sort of half smiled and interested, like he said, are you strapped in? Mm-hmm. So I said no. And then... With a gay little laugh. Do you know what he did? What? He looped the loop. <laughs> Excuse me, lover man. Haven't you gone home yet? Oh, come on, Sheiky, don't let's waste time. Gather me up in your big, strong arms, throw me across your white stallion and gallop off into the night with me, across the burning sands, to your tent in the middle of the desert where we can be alone. Throw me down onto the cushions, and with your eyes smouldering with all the hot-blooded passion of the East, rain your burning kisses down upon my eager, inviting lips, as I surrender my very soul to you. You playing hard to get. (laughs) Oh. Oh, no. Come on, let us throw convention out of the window. Haven't you got a boyfriend? Yes, but we can sling him out as well. <laughs> oh, look, dear, it's very kind of you, but... Hi, hi, it's 12 o'clock. I've got a scarf. Good night, all. Taxi. Gangway. Mind your bags. Camel. Excuse me, sir. Madam, do you mind? I'm officer. Oh, yeah, come back. Oh, come back. Can't stop. Got to get back to the shop. Good night. Oh, dear, he's gone. I say, Miss Bryan, that sheet left in a hurry, didn't he? Yes, and I don't know how to get in touch with him again. Didn't he leave his card or something? No, he just left this on the staircase. What is it? An army boot. should have seen a tub. This fat little sheik hairs out of the ballroom so fast he leaves one of his boots on the staircase. Huh? What happened to it? We don't know. I think they handed it in somewhere. Well, that sheik's got the biggest feet I ever saw. The size of that boot. With four wheels on it, I could have driven it home. <laughs> Who's that? That's strange. 
There are four soldiers out there carrying a boot. See what, see what they want. Good morning. Can I help you? Uh, good morning, madam. Have you got any men in this house? Yes. Three, if you count Mr. Hancock. Uh, well, this army boot was handed into us last night by a lady, a Miss Dora Bryan, who begged us to find out who the owner is. We'd just like the three men here to try it on and see if it fits any of them. Certainly, Corporal. <clears throat> no, much too big for me. Uh, now you, sir. Right. Yeah. Mm, it's quite a good fit. I got both feet in it. <laughs> well, that just leaves you now, sir. Oh, yes. There. Hey, it fits. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Is it comfortable, sir? Oh, yes. You're sure? Yes, very comfy. A perfect fit. Good. Martin, we've got to order shop barracks. You're under arrest. What for? According to our record, the owner of these boots deserted seven years ago. By the way, quick, Mark! Now, look, I can explain. I didn't desert. It was all the others. They were advancing the wrong way. No, take me back. Bill, Sidney, That was Hancock's Half Hour, featuring the lad himself with Moira Lister, Bill Kerr, Sidney James, Dora Bryan, Paul Carpenter and Kenneth Williams. Incidental music was composed by Wally Stott and recorded by the BBC Augmented Review Orchestra, conducted by Harry Abinowitz. The script was written by Ray Galton and Alan Simpson, and the programme, which was recorded, was produced by Dennis Main Wilson. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed our latest episode of Hancock's Half Hour, The Funny Man himself. I'd normally start a Tuesday night with some jokes, because, of course, comedy night are nights for jokes as well. But you know what? I'm just rubbish. I'd be a terrible comedian because I never remember the punchlines for a start. It's not good. Instead, I would just simply tell you that I will be back again tomorrow night from 6pm GMT. I will give you an update on how my darts night went and how the team got on tonight. I shall let you know. You can also check out my podcast page at patreon.com forward slash foxy after dark. Can't wait to catch up with you all tomorrow night for another episode. Stay safe, guys. Always be kind. Love you all.